Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about using your iPad to be productive and get work done. I'm Tim Chen, host of the show. Something that I like that I think is iOS 16, I, I don't remember ever seeing it before, is if somebody marks off an item or adds an item to a shared list, you get a notification that that happened. And I, I find that to be incredibly useful because I have a shared list with a coworker of mine, if, you know, if we have a project that we're working on and he might mark something off and I see that he did it. Hello there, and welcome to our episode of Apple Pros. This episode will be a bit of a different one as we will be doing a deep dive on the Reminders app from Apple. I've been using it since the iOS and iPadOS 16 beta and have been super impressed with how far it's come since version 1, and I can now say it's really a good alternative to some of the other task-managing apps out there. So join me today to discuss all this is Brent Clark, who co-hosts the Marvel Alliance podcast. He's been using the Reiner's app for far longer than I and has been doing some fairly interesting things with it regarding automation, as we'll talk about a bit later on in this episode. As a reminder, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so over at patreon.com slash iPadPros or by subscribing in Apple Podcasts. With that, here's my discussion with Brent, all about reminders. Enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, Brent. Hey, thanks for having me. This is this is you know a good honor. I really enjoy this show, so I'm really was really excited when you invited me on. Absolutely. So I kind of put out a call on Twitter. It's like who uses reminders, and I wanted to do a deep dive episode all about reminders because it's slowly year to year been getting better and better, and it has kind of transformed from a very dumb, not very useful list for a lot of people. Um, to something that can be pretty deep and powerful and something I'm actually starting to use on a daily basis and I'm really liking the results so far. So um, this episode, we're going to just kind of deep dive into reminders. I've been using it on iOS 16 and I know a lot of these changes happened last year with 15, but I kind of slept on them. So yeah. Kind of any opening thoughts on reminders before you kind of dig into it? Yeah, I know that there are, you know, there's things that OmniFocus and this one and that one and Remember the Milk and all these other different kinds of task managers that are available out there to use. I like reminders mainly because of its integration with the rest of the Apple ecosystem. Yeah. And I have looked at some of those others and I, honestly, I really wouldn't, I mean, they all could work for people. I totally understand why people like them. They were all just way more than what I needed. Like in my, in my my world, I don't need like true project management, but the few times I have wanted something like that, Reminders has worked for me. I've just yeah. used like a temporary list or whatever. And so it's, it, for me, it's like, it's powerful enough that it, I feel like I'm getting use out of it. It does help me be productive, but at the same time, it's not overwhelming in its complexity. Right. Yeah. So I'm, we're just going to kind of go through the app and just kind of highlight some different things that just catch my eye and your eye. Um, yeah, absolutely. So the first thing I just love about the app is if you click on today and you don't have anything going on for the day, at least in iOS 16, it gives you in like kind of faded out morning, afternoon, and uh, tonight. And if you click on any of those, you'll you'll be able to just start up a reminder right then and there with a kind of placeholder time in that time frame. And I love that, you know, this otherwise empty view is actually useful. So if you open up the, the app in the morning, you're like, here's what I want to get done roughly during this day. I haven't even put anything in my reminders app yet, but let's get this day started. Let me kind of brainstorm for what I want to get done today. And it's kind of a no friction way of planning out 
your day, which I really appreciate. Yeah, uh, I guess you could question the uh, mental health aspect of this, but usually within 10 to 15 minutes of me being awake, I have opened up reminders for the day, and I see some stuff that that is maybe daily related things, like do this every single day. Maybe it's something for getting my kids ready for school or something that I need to take to work or whatever. But in general, it's like, okay, here's my stuff for the day. And I usually look at it, and some, some of those things I'll decide right then and there. I'm not doing it today. I'm punting it, and I'll just shoot it off to tomorrow or something. Otherwise, maybe it's something real easy and I can just actually, you know, do it in five minutes before I truly get ready for work. But it's really useful. And I'm on iOS 16 too. I'm still on Monterey on my Macs, but on my iOS and my iPad OS, I'm on iOS 16. And I'm also on the beta for my watch because I'm crazy like that. Yeah, and I'm too. Um, I, 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 first time. I, yeah. First time uh, I, I bricked my watch a few years ago with a beta actually, I had to send it in, but it didn't stop me. I still do. It. I mean, whatever. It's all right. It's, yeah. it is my least important Apple device. Let's be clear. Um, but I really enjoyed this to this view, this, you know, like this morning, afternoon and tonight views that they added in iOS 16. And the watch app, we're talk- we'll talk about that a little bit later, but it's surprisingly good. It is full featured. It's, it's funny. Um, Stephen Hackett tweeted out something about how you couldn't do something on the Mac Reminders app. And I showed him, you can do this in the Watch app really easily. I, I just thought that was funny. The, in, in some ways, the Watch app can do things the Mac app can't do because maybe the Mac is a bit abandoned or not all the way there yet. Yeah, it, it, I think I think when he was talking about that, it was changing the list. Of like, just, you know, is this on my personal list, my yeah. work list, my whatever? And I, I've got Mac pulled up on Monterey in front of me, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't... I mean, sure, I could click and, like, I can physically drag the reminder to a different list, but just to go into the details, no, whereas on you can do it like there my too? iPad, it's so easy. Well, no, not in the details, you can't on the okay. Mac. Yeah. But on my iPad, yeah, I just click into the details of it, and I'm like, oh, list, let me just change that real easy. Yeah, so you can change a task in the details on the watch as well as iOS and iPad, but on the Mac, you have mm-hmm. to drag it, which is just baffling. <laughs> yeah. And then speaking of time and timetables, the scheduled kind of smart list. So at the top, you have kind of these smart kind of lists and things. Right, that's a wrong word because you do have smart lists, which are separate, which are awesome. And we'll talk to those in a little bit. But you have these kind of, what do you call these things? What do you want to call these things? I think smart list is actually the appropriate word for it. Like today, it's tasks that are due today. Or all, it's all task flat. Like I think smart list is appropriate for that. Okay. There are technical smart lists with the reminders app. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, well. they're, they do have their own section, but I don't know what else you would call them unless yeah. you want to call them pinning. Yeah, because pin pin things. Yeah, you do you do pin them as well if if that's what you want to do. Right. Like I uh, I just unpin my today list actually while I was saying that, so I need to get that back. But because I use that more than anything, but it p- pinning works. We can go with that. Yeah. So you've scheduled, and just like uh, today, you have you know the. The different months going up until a year from now and you can kind of click into those and and if you want to go month by month broadly here's kind of some like rough things you want to do but also it just get, shows you you know the full year of what's coming up in your reminders life which is really neat yeah and it'll actually if you put a reminder on there for farther than a year out it'll go farther than a year out oh very so cool. you're you, you're repeating ones. Yeah, it'll just show the next event. But I actually have a reminder on there, believe it or not, for November 7th, 2025. And it's related to a shortcut that I use related to a countdown, like a date countdown. But it's on there and it's in my scheduled list. It's the very last thing on This it. is related to Marvel, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. It's related <laughs> to Marvel. <laughs> what else is that far in the thing? Kevin Feige. Well, Kevin Brilliant Feige doing, doing what he does. Yeah. So... We have kind of a struggle in our household of um, notes 
wanting to be used with checklists and then me wanting to use reminders. And uh, I tend to copy just all of the stuff that's in shared notes into the reminders to just have it where I want it. And then a, a cool thing with reminders is the smart list. And what I really love here is so I can have this kind of list that's just kind of copied over that you no know organization or kind of a thought put into it. And then from there, I can use tags uh, to kind of put them where they should be. So I've got like a tag for chores, which are like household things. I'm doing it at home. I've got errands, you know, when I'm out and about, uh, you know, returns, you know, a variety of different things that are kind of like, let's take this big list that has no thought into it and let's make smart lists out of that, which I really love the fact that you can just have one list and maybe that's, uh, that is in fact uh, the shared list that I do have uh, to try to encourage usage. But uh, that one shared list, I can then, uh, you know, use these tags and different criteria to make them more useful for me. So, you know, someone that uses it less doesn't want a thousand lists. You just have the one shared list. And then these tags and different criteria lets you make these kind of more bite-sized pieces to kind of let you tackle the reminders in a smarter way. Yeah, that's a great way that like for you and the person you're sharing it with, like you're not making it too complex for them. They can still just have the benefits of the ease of just a single list, whereas you can use those smart smart lists to filter it out differently and have a bit more organization in a way that doesn't uh, overwhelm them. Yeah. And I can even use priority and flagging to let's take stuff from here and just this is what I'm going to do today. And I have a priority kind of smart list thing that puts together flags and priority high uh, together in one. So it can kind of like cross different tags, uh, yes. which is nice yep. as well. Yeah. And I actually like that the shared list still, they're all still working between like, uh, I have a few with my wife and they, she's, I, she is not on the beta. So there's no way <laughs> no. I'm doing that. And, uh, but they all still work. Like they're syncing. Like there was, it was, was it last year or the year before you had to like change your reminders database. Yes. And as soon as you did that, it broke them all. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay, we're just not using shared reminders for a while. So uh, we just need to text each other. Like, we, you know, we have your standard grocery list one or whatever. We have one for like Christmas gifts that we start putting Christmas ideas on for, yeah. you know, it'd be at our kids, our parents, family, whatever. And like that year, we just had to use a different system. But yeah. in general, like, like good, this year, we're all past that point. It all works. And shared reminders are something special, like. I don't think many other systems really have that, and they may soon with the new collaboration APIs, but shared reminders is really awesome. Uh, we do have a shared grocery a reminder as uh, as well as just the kind of bucket list of everything. But yeah, do you know of any other system that has shared reminders and has good of a way? Not off the top of my head. Um, I don't want to definitively say they don't, but what I will say is whenever I hear... Uh, you know, like the Apple tech blogs or Apple tech podcasts talk about reminders or task management. I don't ever hear about shared ones unless it's Apple reminders. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not going to say that OmniFocus doesn't have something built in. I don't know, but I don't ever hear people talk about it. Right. I use OmniFocus. I don't think it's there. Something that I like that I think is iOS 16. I, I don't remember ever seeing it before is if somebody marks off an item or adds an item to a shared list, you get a notification that that happened. And I, I find that to be incredibly useful because I have a shared list with a coworker of mine. If, you know, if we have a project that we're working on and he might mark something off and I see that he did it. And I, I'd only had a couple of them come up and I was like, did I see what I think I did? So I made him, I'm like, mark <laughs> this one off for me. Like go in, I'm adding it, just mark it off. I'm going to screenshot this. I want to know that it worked. And yeah. sure enough, it does. And it's great. That's super cool. And with the shared list, you can assign 
assign tasks to different people, which is a nice thing. So if I want to like point something at, this is for you, this is for me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and yeah. you can you can assign them to people. You can assign it to yourself. And the, I mean, they'll like if you have a group of lists or if you have a list that's assigned to you, like that's one of the one of the edited like templates or whatever is or one of the pin lists that they give you is assigned to me. And if you do that, it'll show like your different group ones that you have and any list or any item assigned to you. Yeah. Think about the, the sign assignments. I was thinking if you, if someone has like teenage kids, like using reminders to like manage their chores, like this seems like down the line could be interesting uh, with that. Well, I have a 10 year old and I've been like super close to going that route with it being like, okay, I've asked you to do this one thing like three times today. It hasn't gotten done yet. <laughs> We're about to put it on your iPad and make it pop up. So you see it anytime your iPad, you use your iPad. <laughs> I, I haven't quite pulled that trigger yeah. yet, but I've, I've thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what age that's appropriate, but yeah. That like would that be my be, question yeah. as well. Yes. <laughs> and uh, speaking of like getting stuff into lists super easy, I love the fact that at the very top of kind of the main area, you have all these different icons and one's a camera and you can st- you can just hit the camera icon and that'll let you, you know, scan a document, choose a photo or take a photo. And that's kind of your origin for getting something into reminders. You don't have to first like write up the reminder. You can start with the photo or you can start with a location or a tag or uh, a date. So you can kind of start with where your mind is at that time, kind of fill in the details from there. And I think that's really friction free as far as getting stuff into reminders, which I like. And it's super useful. How many times have you gone to the store, your wife asks you to pick something up. You're like, I'm not quite sure what it is you're willing. You have to call them. No, I'm just like, send me a screenshot of it. I'm going to put it on the list. And then I just have it right there with all the other items that I'm getting. And I'm like, Oh, here it is. And it even tells me where, what aisle it's in. Perfect. Yeah. It is super useful to have pictures in your reminders. And do you use the win messaging feature? I, I, I can't find a, I have a few times, mostly as a, mostly like as proof of concept, like to see it work. Yeah. But because in general, I'm like, well, why wouldn't I just text this person that information to begin with? Um, The only thing I could think of is if it's something that like you want to tell them, but not before a specific time. And I'm not quite sure what that scenario would be, but otherwise like I like that it's there, but it's not something I'm getting a ton of use out of. Yeah. And uh, the location stuff seems super useful. Um, like it has in there in iOS 16 by default, these like nice, pretty icons for home, for work, for getting in or out of the car. And like the setup screen for like custom stuff looks pretty useful for like, let me set up my grocery store and have, you know, a special location for that as well. Uh, lots of, yeah, different scenarios where I think location could be pretty handy. I haven't done much with that because I mostly use the smart lists for just like stuff when I'm out and about or at home, but uh, do you do much with location? I do use those. Yeah. It's, it's something I want to remember to do. Like right when I get to work, I want that to pop up when I, you know, pull in the parking lot for me or the getting in and out of the car. Like it basically goes based on when it connects to, to your car. I'm like, yeah. okay, well I'm connecting to CarPlay. So, or I'm disconnecting from CarPlay cause my car has that. And so when I get to where I'm going, disconnect my phone cause it's not, I don't have wireless CarPlay. And suddenly it's like, I get a reminder to do that thing. Um, and yeah, or if there's locations like you want to uh, add something like when I go to this store and it's not your regular store you go to, maybe it's uh, just, you know, a one-off thing. You only go there once every few months. You're like, just fire it up and let me remind me next time I'm there to grab this. Then it's really useful for that kind of thing because maybe you don't have a dedicated list for it. 
something I've uh, found a weird use of reminders of recently is I'm making my way through the From Software uh, games. Uh, I'm now in Dark Souls two, and okay. Uh, okay. I've I've found it extremely useful for kind of platinum checklist. <laughs> and the Interesting. the fun that like with um, the feature I really appreciate are the subtasks here. So you can have a main reminder, and then from that have all these little tiny reminders under that. So for finding all the little uh, pyromancy spells. I can have all those listed out. And then the notes field is super useful. I can like copy and paste in notes about where to find that thing. And uh, the URL field, I can pull up like exactly kind of video. <laughs> and so now can, and yeah. you can have rich text in that note field. Yeah. And so it's, which is something nice. I haven't done a ton of that yet other than trying it out, but I do, I will put in notes. Um, Most of the reminders I put notes in, I put a note, a note to myself in the title of the reminder, see notes for more info or something like that. Cause it's not something I do super often, but it it is really useful. I hadn't considered it for video games when I'm like in between video games right now. I'm basically waiting for Spider-Man on the PS5, Spider-Man two on the PS5 to come out. And that is when I will start the battle to get a PS5 so that I can play that. Like that'll be the next game I play. It's getting easier. The, um, the Sony, um, Q or whatever. They're up for like hours on end. It seems that supply Sony direct at least is getting easier. Everywhere else is still not great. I'm basically waiting to find out if they're ever going to do special editions of the PS5. I don't know if they will or not. I'd imagine but... faceplates. They may do special edition faceplates that pop on and off. Um, well, I got the special edition Spider-Man one for the PS4, and I'm like, I would like to get the sure. the same for the PS5. I'm like, I, I will wait. Once it comes out, there's already a couple other games I know I'm going to want to try. Yeah. But I'm going to wait for Spider-Man. Gotcha. So, um, templates, I think, are new. Mm-hmm. and. Yep. They seem like like a packing list of common like things when you go on trips would be useful. How how are you thinking about templates and possible uses of these? I love the idea of templates. And yes, like the packing list one seems like a great idea. I'm sure someone's thinking, well, why wouldn't you just keep this in notes? I don't know, because I like checking things off in reminders more than <laughs> notes, I guess, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But it's great. I, uh, I, I sent a test one to a friend of mine who's also on the betas. And it worked exactly like you would think it would. He imported it. It had all the information. It had my item, my stuff that I had put in there. It, it seems like a, if you know you're, the person you're sending things to is an Apple user, a great way to send like a big bulk of information at one time almost. Or yeah. like there's a big project coming up. I need you to do these steps. Like here's what I need. It's an alternative to maybe sending it through email or iMessage or something where it could get lost among everything else. Here you can just have it in their reminders app. And you can throw in photos and like it can be pretty rich mm-hmm. as far as what you put in there. And as far as why not use notes, the template it, it kind of serves as a starting place too. So you can add this template and then Yeah. Uh, so basically how templates work is you create a list with a bunch of stuff in it, and then you can save that as a template. And then from then on out, uh, there's a little folder button uh, that you can like hit that and it'll create a new list based off that template. So from there, so you can have kind of your base packing list and then for custom stuff for that special trip, you can add to it, which that seems like a good way of doing things rather than having a, just one packing list that you uncheck things. So which seems that would be a very time consuming thing to like check off 50 things and uncheck them when you're ready for your next trip. This seems like a better solution. You can select all on those and like switch the type and switch it back. But that always felt clunky to me. 
like not the way it was designed to be used. And so this, I think this is much cleaner. I've, um, I, I'll be going to the, uh, Jamf conference, the Apple MDM conference this September. And I've already been thinking about making up a, a template to use for that. Cause it'll be the first trip that I take since templates were out. Yeah. Uh, Another list I created is the inbox list because I realized uh, when you talk to Siri, like it's easier just to have a bucket place where you're not quite sure where it's going yet. I mm-hmm. think I renamed yeah. it from reminders because I think that's the standard just is. reminders list uh, is what, uh, what what kind of lists have you set up within your reminders? So I have a rem- reminders list is just the basic one. I never bothered renaming it. Yeah. Um, I have a work list for just myself. And then I have two shared work lists, um, one with, uh, I think of him as my partner and our supervisors, and then one with just him. Um, so I have those three for work. And then, you know, sh- a couple shopping lists for different stores with my wife. Um, and one of those is actually shared with my daughter, so she could put things on the grocery list too, back when she thought that was fun to do. But she has aged out of that. Um, and then I do have um, a two countdown list of Again, I use reminders in a kind of a weird way to yeah. do a daily countdown, and I have two lists related to that. Gotcha. Do you use tagging at all? Um, I, I off and on. I go back and forth with it. Um, the more the more I the more list I have, the less tags I do. And so, like right. when I'm like I'm going to split out and do more, have my work list, have my reminders list, have this list, have that list. I'm less likely to tag them because mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of redundant. But other right. times when you know you just want to kind of change <laughs> things up, I consolidate them all down to just all my single list down to just one. I'm like, well, let's play with tags now. Yeah. So right now I'm in a separated list things, but I have absolutely done the tagging, and I know I'll go back to it as I just want to mix it up one day. Like the fact that things can live in multiple places through tags is an interesting concept for stuff that that makes sense for yeah absolutely yeah shortcuts integrates with this this app as it does and i think it's getting better this year kind of how how deep can people get with that aspect with ios 16 you can get pretty deep on it you can pretty much fill in everything with it's my understanding with shortcuts um i let me uh pull that up real quick yeah, so if you're going to add a new reminder, you can check, You can do the priority, which I don't ever use, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, the flag, you can put in a URL. You can add your images. You can give it a parent, set a parent reminder. You'd have to find the parent reminder first to do that, of course. Tags and notes. So you can pretty much do all of it. That's cool. In fact, it looks like you can't assign it to somebody. I'm not seeing a way to do that. So if it's a shared list, I don't see a way to like assign it to me or assign it to them. But that's about, right off the top of my head, that's all I'm missing. Okay. Yeah, no, an interesting thing I thought of was maybe you have an app icon on your home screen that's like a camera reminder that you just take a photo and ends up in your inbox with a, a photo of that in your reminders app without needing to open the reminders app and like start a new thing. That's a clever idea. Write that down. Yeah, because like it, it just gets rid of friction and you know. Well, that's what shortcuts are all about, getting rid of friction. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what it's for. I can tell you if you want um, some of the other things I'm doing in shortcuts with reminders. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, probably the, the most basic... One I do is a very simply titled reschedule overdue reminders. And it's part of an automation I have that runs at once in the one in the morning. If for some reason I did not check something off, it removes it and re-adds it for the next day so that I see it. Um, I, I don't usually like seeing them as overdue at that point. If I've left it, it's something that could be left. Yeah. Um, and so it just puts it in the queue for the next day for me in case I've left it. So that's a pretty simple one. 
Um, I have one to remove completed reminders. I know there's that completed list, pen list now. Right. And I know a lot of people like to keep those in. I have found that in shortcuts, you start getting a few thousand completed reminders. The find action takes a really long time. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm not the type of person to go back. I, I, I I can think of like one time in the last two years, I've wanted to go back to a past reminder to find out the date of when when I check something off. And uh, honestly, it was really just trying to figure out like a COVID exposure at the time. I was like, when right. was I last by them? I, I checked this off and I like, that's the only time I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not keeping them and slowing down all my other shortcuts just for the one in a blue moon scenario. So I, I don't run that super often. I don't have it scheduled to go automatically. I just occasionally will run it and clear, clear out all the past stuff. So you know how those apps like Good Task or Fantastical, you built in and use the native reminders database mm-hmm. and they can show your calendar and your reminders all in unison. Yeah. For some reason that never clicked with me. So I kind of rolled my own system with it and I have a shortcut that looks at my calendar items for the next 24 hours and basically mimics them, including the notes into the reminders app when puts a little calendar emoji at the end of them. So I know it's an event because usually I don't, I don't look at my calendar every single day. Um, and it only does 24 hours in advance in case things change, you know, like did my wife add something to it after I last added to it? Well, fine if she did, but within 24 hours, I'm usually going to get all of that stuff. Um, it's kind of a weird one, like it, when I first thought of it, but I, it really works well for me because it just lets me look in one app that I visually appreciate and the, with the UI that I like and just see everything in one one shot. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, for people that like paper, um, <laughs> not sure who those are, but there's uh, you can print out your reminders, which is kind of like a, a, a thing to... to that people, I think, would make use at it. You can do it. You can do I it. I never have. I I went as far as like pulling up the print screen once and printed it to a PDF just to kind of see what it would look like. But I've never actually done it. I I am all digital. Like I I'll have a thing of stickies on like post its on my desk to write for scratch paper. I'll have the same one for a year. Like I hardly ever use pen and paper. But I write like I'm in fifth grade and. I, I'm just, no, I'm digital. That way everybody can read it. I have my notes. They're with me. You know, I've, there's been times when my bosses, I'm like, oh, I left this note at work. And I'm like, just put it in your phone, <laughs> you know, put it or yeah. put it on your computer and it'll sync to your phone. It goes with you. No, I, I, I'm not a paper person, but I, I get it. Some people are. Yeah. And a cool thing, like they have this thing where you can print as a booklet or print mm-hmm. 16 pages or 16 pages per sheets. Cause a lot of, it's a narrow list. And if it's not a long task like you can fit a lot of stuff on there so it gives you a lot of customization as to how big or how much data you want in there and you can even make like a little booklet out of a reminder i don't know what kind of use case you'd have for that maybe you're going on a a trip and here's your itinerary for that trip and you want it in the paper form for some reason i I guess maybe if you thought you were going to be in a place where maybe you were going to like lose cell reception or maybe if you were going camping and you weren't going to have battery the whole right. time or you wanted to be real sparingly. I, I don't know. I have thrown yeah. something at the wall right now to yeah. figure out a scenario. It's like, for when this, would but... you want a booklet? If your reminders, I don't know. Onboarding for new employees that don't use computers. Maybe. Um, I, I would love to know what, like <laughs> when people actually use this feature, I'm sure it's, I mean, yeah. it's there. I'm sure somebody does use it. And if they took it out, I'm sure that would like break a super important workflow for somebody. I just can't fathom what it is. I'm super curious what that would be. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else, like it, 
I I have like a bucket list like of, con- of musicians I want to see in concert one day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, uh, like I'm not sure what other. I mean, that's kind of the beautiful thing about reminders. Is it's pretty like, simple. It's it's simple. It's basic. It's you can make it as complex as you really kind of want to, if you want to, or it can just be a simple, a single list, you know, Siri, remind me to do this. And it it can be that easy. I, like I said earlier, I started doing date countdowns with it because I could not find another method that visually was appealing to me that I could also make work properly. And so, I mean, there's all different kinds of uses you can use with it, especially with widgets. I don't know. I, I, I live in this app. How's your Marvel kind of countdown set up? How, how did you do that? So I'm using Datajar with it, and I I've tried other apps that could create widgets and things like that from shortcuts, or you know just put in your own dates. I just I didn't like how any of them look. They cut off information. They truncated names and stuff like that. And so basically, what I did was I put in a list of all the upcoming uh, Marvel dated items like Marvel movies, Marvel TV shows. Since I host a Marvel podcast, it's good for me to have that kind of information on hand, and. I have a shortcut that runs every single day and I'll be happy to share it with you if you want to throw it in the show notes. Yeah. And it basically pulls this information out of data jar and just runs through the shortcut and, you know, gets time between dates and it puts them in a dedicated reminders list. I have that list sorted by, by due date. And so it puts them in the order for me and it just gives me the number of days remaining, the name of the event and the actual due date or the actual day of release that the event is scheduled. So, uh, to hunt right now at the time we record this, there's 103 days until the new Black Panther movie comes out November 11th. And so it's pretty, pr- runs pretty well. It's pretty simple. I share this with my uh, co-host on that podcast. And then I have another one countdown one doing the exact same thing for non-Marvel related things that I might want to count down to yeah. maybe a uh, non-Marvel movies, something at work, something for my kids, just other things that I want to know how many days I have left until. And I just have them on as a widget. Um, I use one of the larger widgets on my phone and one of the larger ones on my iPad and I just, they're in a stack and I just scroll between them if I want to know. It's works pretty well actually and is it a manual process to get stuff into data jar that part is a manual process i'm sure i could automate it but i think it and maybe maybe it'd be beneficial to automate it but ultimately data jar is pretty simple to put stuff into like Mm -hmm. i don't think it'd make it that much harder um i just you know i open data jar i go to my marvel countdown list add the movie add the date and i'm done for the TV shows, you just put the start, or is it episode? Every episode's in there. I do. I just do the start. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's it, that's faster than putting it directly in reminders. Like, or is this data going elsewhere? That's why you need it. In well, danger. by by putting it, if I put it, I could put the due dates directly in reminders, or I could put them on my calendar or something like that. But using Data Jar made an easy way for me to modify it to find it like if especially in the last couple years there's been a lot of date shuffling as things have changed Mm -hmm. and i i used to do this effectively out of the calendar and i had a dedicated calendar for it and every time there was a big change and like three or four movies would move i'd have to find them which was always kind of annoying and i don't have all the dates memorized i just have the rough I can yeah. roughly tell you, but I can't tell you exactly. And yeah, you can use searching Search, calendars, yeah. but I sometimes it works for me, sometimes it wouldn't. And I, for me, I just found this was faster to change it. And in Data Jar itself, I don't have to organize them or anything. I just have to. I put them in my my Marvel dictionary or my my random one, as I call it, dictionary, and that's it. As you were saying that, I'd imagine there's got to be like a Google shared calendar of all these Marvel things going on. You you would think there would be. Yeah, you would think there be. would be. 
I maybe there is, but the last time I looked, which admittedly had been a long time, I didn't find one that was being maintained, and I did not want to maintain it myself. No, um, I, I'm willing to maintain it for my own use, and I share it with my co-host because he can get the benefit out of it as well. Um, if we're in the middle of a recording and we're like wanted to double check a date real quick, I just have it right there on my home screen. I just swipe over and it's in the widget, and I mean because I do look at them that frequently. So you know we're. Right now, we're, uh, well, pick your thing. We're 31 days from the next Star Wars series on Disney Plus, for example. I've got one in there because I can. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, and then I kind of want to just chat a bit more about Smart Lists. Um, sure. We kind of breezed over what I was doing with it. But so Smart Lists, you know, they grab reminders from a bunch of different lists, put them in a different list that's a smart list. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can have a bunch of criteria to match that. So the ones that can uh, tap into this are date, time, location, uh, flag, priority, and list. So you can have it only from certain or exclude other lists. And then tags, of course. So um, so that's kind of like where, where everything comes from. And I also just love the fact that there's all, all these little icons and colors to kind of make your reminders app kind of fit your style and and it's kind of nice like that. Lots of different things you can do there outside of just tags to do, make your list. Yeah, I think the list I like the most is just a basic, like, show me the next three days. And it's it's not used every day by me, but like scheduled quickly, like you're scrolling through it and you realize I've scrolled into next month already and I'm only at the beginning of this month, right? So it's like, I just show me like the next three days just to give me an idea what's coming up. Or even the next, like I, I toyed with it for a little while, the next five days, like show me this week, like show me this work week and stuff. But yeah. ultimately three days is the one I do have enabled. I don't use it every day, but I it's there. It's easy to set up. And so I'm like, why not? I mean, it's so, it was just, it's incredibly easy. When you go to add a list, there's a button, make into a smart list pick your criteria and it's there. So like I would highly encourage people to check it out to see where it might fit for them. Yeah. And if you create a reminder within a smart list, it'll automatically add, for example, the tag and then it throws the actual reminder in the default reminders list or for me, the inbox. They do live multiple places and your inbox may become like the thing where everything lives if you are big into smart lists. Yeah. And the inbox thing kind of makes sense. I mean, I, uh, I, I still have, I have Fantastico on my phone only, only I'm not subscribed to, but I only have it there because I used to have the paid version and with drafts, I have a drafts action to just, you know, take this sentence and parse it and put it in reminders for me. Yeah. Um, and that just throws into my basic list or when I'm using Siri, it just throws it into my basic list. Be that Siri by voice or on my computers. I actually have Siri set up to go by, um, typed Siri. I think that's more useful for me. I don't really like talking to Siri in a big work environment around a bunch of people, but using those it all, it just throws them into my specific list. And I, I look at them later and decide if it's really more appropriate to be moved. Is there anything, um, you want from reminders in future versions that we're not getting yet? Really? I would just think in general, more, more trying to think of how to put this, maybe more notification options. Like there's, is it do, which will like repeatedly nag you if you don't check something off. Like there are times when something like that would be helpful. And I'm like, I wish, wish you could do this. So I didn't have to like click on it and say, you know, remind me in an hour, I could just leave it alone and it would remind me on its own in right. 10 minutes or 30 minutes. And it, you know, bonus points, if you could set what that interval was, Yeah, uh, that would probably be the number one feature that I would think of that. I, I really feel like, like 
do is the one other app I've thought about, but not yet incorporated for that one feature. But then I don't want to split my task among two different things. And I know some people have like their big projects and their little things like take out the trash. For me, I throw it all in together because it's all my objectives for the day. Yeah. And I'd say just if you haven't played around with the Apple Watch app as well, if you're into reminders, that thing's super solid and check that, that app out. It's it's like a full featured like app. You can really dig into that and like go on the preference panes and all sorts of crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like it used to be you could only mark it as done or not done. And it was so limited it, before and now it's like a it, real app. The first time I put the watch beta on was when they brought reminders to the watch because I wanted a the complication and I was using others at the time to show them but at, especially back then with what was that watch OS 3 or 4 whatever yeah. that was they were so slow to update like third party complications I desperately wanted to have that reminders on on my watch face and I can look at it right now and know like oh I've you know I've got three overdue reminders at this point of the day that I haven't checked off so I'll look at those and see what they are uh, and oh it looks like one of them is actually this podcast because it was on my calendar and yeah. I'm like oh well I'm doing it I'll check that one off how's so I use the small complication that's just like an app launcher the bigger ones does it is there a way to tell it which reminders you want to see on your watch or is it just like a number how many reminders you have due today does it actually like display a name of a reminder like stop at the grocery store on the way home kind of like thing you know i have it showing what's due today and now that i think about it i don't know if i set that or if that's just the default but when when i'm when I'm done for the day, like when I've marked everything off, it just says nothing else to do. I use the modular face, which is yeah. not the prettiest, but it lets the nice big reminders widget. I, I mean, I frankly, I don't care if my computer watch is very pretty. I, right. I want the function out of it. But it does say the task name. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. It okay. says the task name and the due date. Um, and then once you know, once you're, it, it, once something's done, like the time passes, it'll jump to the next one. Okay. But when you're, yeah. you have no more next ones, it'll tell you X number overdue. You have one overdue, you have two yeah. overdue, or no more tasks for the day once you've marked them all off. Yeah. And I can imagine it can only display a couple. So yeah, it'd be nice if like there was some setting to like say, show me the flag stuff on my complication because there's only room for so much. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. But yeah, it, the, if you're a watch person, by all means, you should I mean, look at it on there as well. So, sometimes I only use it on my watch for Siri, like to, to set the reminder. But yeah, it, it, it gets used every week. And then, yeah, search is good. <laughs> that is in there. You can search for stuff. Um, I don't often search for things, though, because that seems silly. Uh, in reminders, rarely. But it's one of those features you have to have it. It's like table stakes. Yeah. You do. Uh, well... Is that it? I think that's it. I think that pretty much covers it. Again, that's the the beautiful thing about reminders is it's effectively simple. Yeah. Well, uh, where can people find what you're up to in the Marvel podcast we've hinted at? Uh, Yeah, I co-host a podcast called Marvel Alliance that uh, new episodes drop on Friday. We record them live on Thursday nights on YouTube. Um, Brintac Prime is my my uh, Twitter username and by all means uh, feel free to reach out if you want like it's no problem my DMs are open but Marvel Alliance is the name of the podcast so if you're interested in in that kind of thing then give it a listen very cool you guys did a very long deep dive on all the announcements recently which was a good listen yes thank you very much appreciate that well thank you so much Brent for your time today it's been great chatting and uh, diving into Reinders absolutely thank you well that's my discussion with Brent my thanks to Brent for his time recording this episode and my thanks to you for your time and attention tuning in. You can support the podcast over patreon.com slash pros or by subscribing in Apple Podcasts. With that, I'll talk to everyone again real soon.